Do you have questions about the Catholic faith? Are you just listening because you randomly found this podcast? Whatever the reason, we're glad you're listening. From prayer to the Eucharist to exploring the treasures of the Catholic Church, we will talk about the faith in day-to-day life. This is Seeking Sanctus. All right. Why don't we start with prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give Give us us this day day our daily bread bread. and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. St. Mary, Our Lady in Mount Carmel, pray for us. St. Sebastian, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. Name the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Greetings and welcome to Seeking Sanctus. It's been a while since we've had an episode of our podcast, but we are beginning again, and we have some wonderful, exciting things that we are going to introduce for you, some changes coming on, and a new uh, leader for the podcast, as well as a few wonderful items this uh, episode. So I will introduce myself. If this is the first episode you're hearing from Seeking Sanctus, my name is Father Robert Swilling. I'm blessed to be the pastor of St. Mary, Our Lady of Mount Carmel Parish and St. Sebastian Parish in St. Sebastian. And we have a wonderful guest with us, so I'll let him introduce himself. Thank you, Father. Um, my name is William Mayberry. I am a 17-year-old from St. Mary's, Our Lady of Mount Carmel Parish. Very good. A wonderful parishioner of uh, St. Mary, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and who loves the faith and who loves receiving the sacraments of the church and who is going to be our new host, having incredible speakers and giving us an opportunity that he wants to spread the faith. Uh, He wants to reach out to everyone, especially the youth, and help them in ministry, and he wants to share with us little-known treasures of the church that you probably may have never heard of or you haven't heard much about, and so that's a wonderful thing to undergo. Um, If you have not heard Sinking Sanctus before, the title of our podcast comes from the fact of Seeking Sanctus. Sanctus is a Latin word which means holy. And so it's kind of like seeking holiness, seeking being holy, and holiness is being like God. Um, We are to be like God because only that which is like God can be in the presence of God and be in heaven forever. So that's why we become it like God as much as we can, of course, through our Lord Jesus Christ. But you have to seek. And as the scriptures, the sacred scriptures tell us, um, when we seek, we find. And so we will be looking at the lives of the saints. That will hopefully be a treasure that William will keep in each episode, but he'll be the captain. So whatever the Lord puts on his heart and as he uh, begins and uh, crafts the podcast to become what it what it, uh, what it will become, uh, is a great opportunity because the saints, the word saint literally comes from sanctus. Saint means holy, holy one. And again, we often think, well, the saints, they're untouchable. They're not untouchable. They're actually those who were like you and me. They are sinners just like you and me, but they perfectly accepted the mercy of God. But we'll get into that in a little bit further. So it's pretty simple, seeking holiness, seeking being like God, 
Seeking Heaven would be another name for it. But Seeking Sanctus is the name of our podcast. And we uh, uh, it was actually a brainchild of Mr. Levi James, now a seminarian for the Diocese of Belleville, and myself. And we did that during the pandemic. And People seem to enjoy that. We brought a saint each time, wonderful treasures of the church and uh, a great interaction back and forth. Uh, that was a great blessing and a joy to us. And I hope to all of our viewers, but at least most of them, if not all of them, <laughs> hopefully uh, some it might have been a source of penance and doing their purgatory on earth. But either way, uh, we uh, we were very blessed to to do those episodes. So those will hopefully also be available and um, a great renewal of many of the treasuries of the church. And William, I'll just give a brief introduction, but I'll let him kind of share here in a moment what he plans to do in that. But I'm very excited because I know that he loves the faith. He loves Jesus Christ. And he has a great support system around him from his family to his parish family and many other people that have touched his life. And it's a great joy to uh, welcome him to uh, take over kind of the helm of uh, Seeking Sanctus. So I'm going to turn it over to you, William, to share with us what you kind of envision happening with Seeking Sanctus here. Thank you, Father. Welcome. Um, you kind of got my basic explanation towards the beginning there. I just, uh, I kind of want to be able to help spread the faith a little, a little more than I can at the moment being in COVID in quarantine and all. Um, so this was a great opportunity for me to be able to do that. And I'm very thankful for that. I want to try to talk about aspects of the church that you don't normally hear about in like your typical conversations. And at the same time, I want to try to bring a few more youth. I, I want to reach all people, but I also want to try to specifically bring a few more youth into different aspects of ministry, because I don't think you find as many youth as you do adults. Now that that is changing, I've heard, but um, I, I'd like to help change it a little more. Absolutely. That's exciting. Now, when you spread the faith, why do you think it's so important that we spread the faith? Well, it's for me, it's because I guess, um, well, you read about, uh, I'll use a scripture passage here. I feel like that'd be the best way to explain it. You hear Absolutely. where Jesus tells his disciples to go and spread the word to all nations. And again, that's been kind of hard to do during quarantine. And I'd like to help with that in this podcast would reach a lot of people because this will be published on a lot of different sites. And spreading the faith is important because it helps the Catholic, it helps the body of Christ grow. It helps the, just the church's population grow. And I feel like that's a good thing. Absolutely. I mean, that is exactly it. Jesus Christ wants us to spread the good news. And it is good news. It's incredible news. It's transformative. And that's why I love to talk about the saints, because you see what it is. If, if Christianity, if Catholicism was a medicine, and it is applied by the saints, they are transformed completely in this life and in the next. And to spread something, if you have been touched by the faith, why would you not want to share it? We tell other people about amazing things we see or things they should buy or check out. Why would we not do that with the most important gift of Jesus Christ, our great faith, and he himself? Wonderful. And you said little known treasuries of the faith or little known things. Why do you think that's important? Or what are those things, what have those things said to you? 
Well, I feel like just the little sections that you don't normally hear about are a good way to delve deeper into like the fabric of the church. Like one of the future episodes we have planned um, is a section on sacred music and there's another one on art. Um, and those are like, you, you hear the music during mass and you see the statues and the paintings, but you don't really think about that. And if you would, uh, if you were to delve kind of deeper, it would provide more of a, a background to why those things are there. Absolutely, an excellent observation. I can tell you from my first own hand of my own going deeper into the faith, they kind of say you, you have your parents' faith until you lose that and find your own faith, or you take and claim the faith of your parents is another way to look at it. And when you do, one of the things that really made that transition for me was these treasuries of the church, little known things, things that I always kind of had questions about, why do we do that? Or, wow, you know, I've never even heard of that, you know, and there is just, it's like you said, it's so deep, it's so rich, it's so amazing. And some of these, you know, we just don't talk about or people have may never experienced. And it's a shame because these are their heritage as disciples of Jesus Christ. And to share those uh, is an amazing thing because I can testify a few of those things really drew me deeper into the faith. And now I strive to do the same, just share those and spread those around. So that's a wonderful thing to be doing. Thank you for doing that. And you said you'd like to bring many people into ministry in the church, but especially young people. Um, why do you think that's so important? Or why, why do you feel you want to do that? Because the young people are going to be the future of the Catholic Church. I mean, you have your uh, people who are already part of the church. You have your families who are in the church. But if the faith doesn't spread, if you don't get more young people into the church, then it will just kind of start to fade. And the Catholic Church has been through so much over the years. Um, that's one of the reasons people say that it was the church instituted by uh, Jesus Christ, as we know it is, because no other religion has lasted as long as Catholicism. And uh, bringing youth is bringing youth into ministry is kind of a way to make sure that it will continue on. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've shared it in a previous podcast. Somebody said they were going to destroy the Catholic Church with tanks or suppression or something. And one pope or cardinal joked, said, well, I don't think you're going to succeed. Sadly, um, the cardinals have been trying to do it for 20 centuries and they haven't been able to. Not that the cardinals were actively trying to do it, but sadly, they, uh, they were not all that they should be or could have been. So absolutely, we want that. And it's you are the young church. You know, I, one of the key things I think we forget is not only are you the future of the church, you're really the young church now. And I think if we pay attention, I mean, again, going back to sacred scripture, let the little children come unto me, not that you're a child, not that you're children, <laughs> but that the children can teach us so much. The young can teach us so much. Um, someone would consider me young. And so, you know, and from the, from the mouths of infants and babes, you have found perfect praise, O Lord. And I think if a parent uh, a grandparent who really looks at their kids and, you know, their, their grandkids and shares stuff about it, they really are taught by children. And the people, a good teacher says, I'm taught more by my students than by other things around me. Don't get me wrong, we're taught in countless ways, but I think you're so right. So when the young can teach us, the young take up um, 
we need to pay attention and listen. Now, don't get me wrong. We teach each other, and that's a great gift that the Lord gives us. Um, but I think that's a wonderful, wonderful thing that uh, the young, the young church has so much to give, so much to bring. And I hope you light a fire to spread that among so many people and do that so incredibly yourself. But you simply do it by being what the Lord has, has given you what you've raised up in the faith in your own family, and then to share that and make your way and do the things that God has given you to do and the Holy Spirit puts on your heart to do. So wonderful. That's a great, wonderful thing. So we're looking forward to that um, exceedingly wonderful. Thank so you, uh, you, you are welcome. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, uh, one of the things, as I said, I often hope you can include in each one or one that was near and dear to my heart was a saint, you know, whether it's just a few minutes on it, whether it fits your theme, the saints have always been fascinating to me because I've kind of made it um, one of my goals in life is to say, okay, what did the saints say about this? What did the saints do in this situation? How were the saints at work when all this was going on so that we could have an example or a reference? And the church has almost 10,000 canonized saints. 10,000. And they weren't just willy-nilly, oh, let's make this guy a saint. Let's make this lady a saint. No, there's a process, you know, and you can get into that and explain that. But the point is, when you talk about a saint in the church, you knew they were someone who clearly sought sanctus, <laughs> achieved it, was with God. And in fact, they can't be declared a saint unless they have a miracle proved, which means we know they're in heaven because through their intercession, a miracle was performed on earth. And they could only do that if they were interceding right at the throne of almighty God, right at that moment. So I love to talk about the saints for many reasons, because they're heroes. They're people who made it. It's that. But more than that, they were people just like us. They were, they were sinners. They were people with idiosyncrasies and unique features, and they struggled with, some of them struggled with great things, and it didn't happen overnight. It was a relationship with Jesus Christ, a relationship with his beloved bride, the church, and they became saints. They became giants. They became ones who could intercede for their countries, even for their world. Some saints literally obtained graces for the world because of what they did, and I've always been fascinated by them. Uh, as I'm sure maybe saints have maybe kind of done something like that in your own life. Yes, definitely. And I, I do want to try to include the saints, as you mentioned. The first episode, we already uh, recorded and got set up. Um, and we didn't put a saint in that one, unfortunately, because it ran a little long. But I do want to try to put some saints in the others. And I want to try to do some episodes on the saints themselves. Because I think, like you said, that would be a great addition to it. Yeah, absolutely. And some will say, you know, you because some will look at Christianity today, look at Catholicism and say, well, look at this person. They say they're a Catholic and they've done all these terrible things. Or look at so-and-so and he tried to follow Jesus and he ended up terrible. But it's not by the ones who you might say um, give up the path. You have to judge something by the ones that that uh, that take the path that are actually prescribed. For example, C.S. Lewis said, it's not that the Catholic faith has been uh, tried and found wanting, meaning incomplete. It wasn't really what it cracked up to be. It's that it's been tried, found difficult, and left untried. Not that it is difficult only, but you have to persevere. You know, it's kind of like, hey, you want these results, the commercial says, this is the path. You know, you got to stay on the path. And so I love the one example someone said, hey, if you want to know if a medicine actually works, 
you have to see the persons who took the medicine as prescribed as long as was necessary and did it have an effect in their life. And you can look at the saints and say, okay, here are the individuals who said, okay, this is the path to holiness. This is the path that Jesus Christ calls us to and the good news that sets us free from the slavery of sin and every other type of slavery. And they did. They did it as long as it needed to be taken. They applied it fully in their lives and they made it. They had amazing things happen. Miracles are known by them. Whether you look in the Holy Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament or the 10,000 canonized saints of the church and the countless other ones who were not canonized. So uh, it's a great encouragement and focus among all the other amazing things it sounds like you're going to be doing. So, well, Thank wonderful. You. Absolutely. So should I hand the baton off to you and let you uh, wrap us up here? Uh, yeah, that's up to you. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we'll do that. And uh, uh, why don't you take it from here and we'll maybe conclude with a prayer and a final blessing. All right. Thank you. Um, I'll just keep it short. I'm really looking forward to making episodes for this. We have some great speakers lined up. Uh, we've already got the first episode recorded. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So I thank you for this opportunity. You're most welcome. And we're so grateful. I know Mr. Levi James and I are that you're continuing it, uh, continuing this great ministry and this outreach, because I think it is so needed and it's such a good blessing. And we're glad to have you take up the reins and uh, take it where it's going to go. So wonderful. Thank you. You are welcome. All right. Well, why don't we entrust it to Our Lady, who uh, brings us always close to Jesus, In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you and your loved ones, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thank you so much, William. So good to be with you. Thank you, Father. It was good to be with you as well. All right. God bless. Thank you. God bless you too. Thank you.